Looking for an easy way to keep up with Here Home's updates and newest offerings? If so, sign up for our email list at wearehearhome.com slash subscribe or click the link in the show notes to join the family. Let's get into the episode. everyone. Welcome back to Here Home, the podcast. I'm Asia Woods, your resident professional people gatherer and the founder of Here Home, which is a virtual community and platform for enriching the home and heart with content, resources, and products. You all, this is episode 10, which means that this is the final episode of the fall winter collection and the final episode of the first season of Here Home, the podcast. I can't even believe that. It's crazy how time has flown. In today's conversation, my mom and I talk about if and how we reflect, celebrate, and prepare to move into a brand new year. I introduce you all to a tool that I personally have used for the past couple of years that really helps me create closure and move into the next year feeling prepared and confident. Both my mom and I get pretty personal and vulnerable in answering a few of the questions of this tool, and then we reflect a bit about what this season of recording the podcast has been like. And, you know, if anyone out there feels like they really want to do a nice Christmas gesture for me, what I would really love is if you would please leave a review of this podcast wherever you happen to be listening right now. It would mean truly the world. You all, I really cannot believe that this is the last episode. I feel like just where has the time gone? It's been such a pleasure. You know that Socrates quote, an unexamined life is not worth living. I feel like this podcast has given me the opportunity to just examine life more closely and examine the parts that we often don't take time to, like our home, our routines, our traditions, the people in them. And I've just loved it. I I can't wait for season two. I'm so excited. If you miss us every other Sunday, just a reminder to sign up for the newsletter because you can stay up to date that way. Um, If I don't remember to say this later in the episode, I want to take a moment to personally say thank you so much from me to you for listening to this podcast, for giving me feedback, for sharing, for interacting. Just thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in and so graciously welcoming me into your home every other Sunday. It's such an honor. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's fun, a good connecting, feel-good one, a little bit of a deep one. And, you know, my best wishes to you all. Enjoy the episode. How are you feeling this morning? Oh, I feel okay. I have a cold. I know, you sound kind of stuffy. I know, I am. More stuffed up. <laughs> I feel like we haven't done just like a more casual chit-chat, just you and I, for quite a while. I know, it's been a while. How are you doing? Give the people an update of your past um, couple weeks. How was Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. Thanksgiving was great. Um, it was a lot of work. We had our family Thanksgiving. So every two years, um, for li- you listeners out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. every two years, we have a family Thanksgiving. When I say family, I mean like all of us siblings. My my parents are no longer here. Um on this earth with us, but, um, there are five of us kids. So we all get together with our spouses and our kids. And if the kids want to bring significant others, um, but we do that once every two years. So this was the first time since COVID that we did it. And it was here in Savannah Mm -hmm. and, uh, dad and I hosted it and it was great. It was wonderful to see everybody. 
but it was a lot of work, mm-hmm. even the days after when everybody left. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just now recuperating from it. Yeah. Maybe, heck, maybe, maybe that's why you have a cold. Maybe. Hmm. My defenses were down. Your <laughs> <laughs> defenses were down. Yeah, probably for a lot of people. I'm guessing that this Thanksgiving was, I mean, could be if you're getting together people, the first one in a while, probably for a lot of different families or Friendsgivings or whatever, just because, you know, the past few years have been kind of wild, mm-hmm. kind of wild indeed. Um, well, I can't, by the time the listeners are listening to this, it's halfway through December, which is crazy to me. Crazy. Oh, my God. And so, I mean, we've given them all the helpful Christmas content. Hopefully, you all feel prepared to go into the holiday season with tools on how to host, how to be a great guest, all of that stuff. So what we're talking about today, essentially, is the next winter holiday, New Year's Eve. How do you feel about New Year's Eve in general? You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't make a big deal of it anymore, mm-hmm. like, for the past several years, we were like probably in bed before midnight <laughs> and we don't go out. I don't like to go out on New Year's Eve just because I just feel like everything is so crazy nowadays. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just not comfortable when I go out, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm driving, I'm not comfortable because I think of people like drunk drivers and I think of, you know, I just think of like stuff like that. And I just would rather just be home. Mm-hmm. Um before we moved to Savannah, you know, our New Year's Eve always consisted of us going over a friend's house. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the friends would have um, a party or something or a gathering at their house um, and would do that. And it's usually like in the neighborhood or not far away. And um, so that was fine. So, yeah, I don't actually I do have a fantasy of a New Year's Eve. Ooh, tell us about it. That I want to do one day in my life. Mm-hmm. And I imagine it like we're someplace cold. Like maybe Switzerland or I don't know, someplace mm-hmm. cold. It could be upstate New York. It could be like <laughs> Colorado. Wherever. Colorado. It mm-hmm. could be Vermont. It could be wherever. Um, but being in a place like that where it's cold and snowing and it's just beautiful out and everybody's dressed up and you're in this place and um, it's just, just a big New Year's Eve party. Mm-hmm. But just not like a really elegant party when you have to wear like a ball gown and, you know, oh, like that kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. And the scenery, the that. scenery is like, you know, picturesque yes. winter yes. town. Okay. Yes. yes. That would be nice. That would be so nice. Ooh, fireworks. Yeah, exactly. That would be beautiful. Mm-hmm. In general, yeah, well, first, let me say, I, I kind of relate to you, like the past few years, like, I don't think I've had really ever an extremely exciting New Year's Eve. I feel like, especially, you know, for millennials, like, oftentimes, especially, like, in college and after graduating, like, New Year's Eve is this overhyped event, and it's always so overhyped that by the time you get to your destination or you're actually experiencing the party, it really never lives up to the fantasy you have in your head. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) Which, Which is kind of disappointing. So I feel like, New Year's Eve, what I actually like better about the New Year's time is preparing mentally and like reflecting. I like that part of New Year's Eve, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, let's get into that some. Like what kind of New Year's Eve person do you think you are? Not New Year's Eve. What kind of New Year's person do you think you are? Are you someone who, you know, creates resolutions and you start thinking about it like halfway through December of like, what are your goals going to be for next year? Or taking like, uh, taking stock of where you've been this year? Or are you just like, uh, whatever, like you don't take time to do that because I mean, really, we can all do new things at any time. What do you think? Um, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not one who on New Year's Day sits and reflects and all that kind of stuff. Okay, 
I would love to be that way. Mm-hmm. I would love to be that way. Mm-hmm. I strive to be that way. But I never voice a, re- I never make a resolution. I, I never voice a resolution. I don't write anything down. In my head, I might say, okay, this is what I want to try to do this year better. Um, but, but I don't like speak it aloud. Like I don't like tell anybody mm-hmm. and I don't tell anybody because if I don't stick to it, I don't want anybody <laughs> coming back and saying, you said you're going to do this, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. But you know, I do you declare it to yourself. I, I yeah. Okay. But even when I declare it to myself, I don't say I will do this. I said, yeah. I'm going to really try to do yeah. this, 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 you know, it, it's loose. It's a loose goal. It's a loose goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a loose goal. And, and there's nothing specific, right? I might say, I, I want to try to be more creative or mm-hmm. I want to try to spend more time doing whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Has that worked for you? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I don't know because halfway through the year, probably like a few months in, I kind of just forget about it. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, have to, I'm, I want to be more intentional. And maybe that's what I will try to do this upcoming year is be more intentional in the things that I do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Instead of just flying by the seat of my pants and just mm-hmm. doing whatever. So. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Because what happens when I'm not intentional, I'll get to the end of the year. Like, okay, now we're almost at the end of the year. And I look back and it's like, okay, yes, I did some fun things. I had a good time, but it's not, um, it just seems so like scattered and like Mm -hmm. you know what I mean like Mm -hmm. I I didn't really accomplish any big goal or anything like that Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know yeah like you reflect back and you think you had a nice time but Mm -hmm. you really don't feel like you maybe move the needle on certain things okay that you might have hoped to okay that makes sense huh that's interesting I feel like probably a lot of people feel that way um for me I would okay I would say two years ago I have started thinking about New Year's time differently. I would say like up until two years ago, I've always been, I mean, people probably have gotten to know this about me so far or will continue to know this. Like I've always been very much like a planner and very like organized about kind of figuring out what my goals are. And that's me throughout the year, not even just during New Year's Eve or I keep saying that, not even during New Year's time. Um... But what I found was in doing that and consistently thinking about just like, oh, what are my goals for next year? And I feel like I never had time to fully reflect on like the journey that got me to that place. Like it almost felt like that was moving up time way too fast. Mm -hmm. The fact that I was always just thinking about like, what's the next goal? What's the next Mm -hmm. goal? What's the next goal? Mm -hmm. So two years ago, I changed up kind of my reflecting time and goal setting time where like the majority of that time is now focused on thinking about the past year I just achieved. Before I even start thinking about anything I want to do for the next year. Does that make sense? Yeah. So wait, wait. at the end of the year, you start Mm -hmm. thinking about what you achieved. Yes. Before you start. Yes. And not even really achieved. Just like what my journey has been that year, Mm -hmm. whether it was good or bad. Yeah. Because that makes it feel like, like the year has come to like a full, like I'm processing better, Mm -hmm. you know, instead Mm -hmm. of just like Like you have a closure, like a closure on the previous year. Yeah. And then starting the new year fresh. Yes, exactly. Because I find that when I didn't have any kind of closure, closure or like processing method, it just Mm -hmm. was like, go, 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 go. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just too intense. Yeah. (laughs) So that's, that's been my like slight change in how I approach this time of year, which I've liked a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important for me to spend it that way because, like I said, like, I never want to feel like I'm speeding 
time up. Like life is short enough. I you know. know. Like, and yes, years date years go by so fast. Yeah, and then like if I'm rushing through, I also feel like I didn't get the full lesson out of things I've been through. Also, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you don't take time to think about it, right? Right. Yeah. Um. Something else I wanted to share with you all, which if you follow um, my personal page on Instagram, which is asia.woods, you will see that I recently, maybe it's about a couple of weeks ago, I posted a link to an Etsy shop. And on that, I have something called a life audit. And I want to talk about that life audit because that has been so helpful for me as a tool for this reflecting and goal setting for the new year. So my mom and I are going to actually answer a couple of questions from that. And so a little context for the document, I worked with this really incredible woman. Her name is Zim Flores. Shout out Zim, if you're listening to this. A really impressive entrepreneur that I had the pleasure of working with a couple years back. And she introduced to me this document that she does every single year around this time. And it's an outline that helps her think about processing the year and moving forward. And I feel like it'll be helpful for us to do now as an example. I mean, you all right now listening, you can take out a pen and paper and like do this with us if you want. I'll also link the document in the show notes in case you want to check it out for yourself. But I feel like that would be a nice little closing for us um, for this last episode of the series. So, Mom, are you ready? I'm ready. For your first question. Yes. Okay. So, again, this is an example of one of the questions in the life audit that I do every year. How did you grow over the past 12 months? And what's different? Mm, you go first. <laughs> I have to think. Okay. For me, I, th- I think I've grown a lot over the past 12 months. I feel like I'm just trying to think of one specific one for the mm-hmm. sake of time, because mm-hmm. we could probably talk about this for so long. But I will say one thing that's changed significantly is the way I think about my like career. That's changed a lot this year. Um, just because this year has gone through so many different career opportunities and changes and all that sort of stuff. And I would say towards the middle of the year, I really, um, what really hit home is just how much control and autonomy I really want to have in my own career. And that in order to be able to get that, I have to change how I'm doing things. And so that's, I think, the biggest change I've been through. And I mean, to be more specific, if this is, you know, resonates with people listening, I feel like a lot of millennials and just a lot of people right now realize that they don't like the feeling of being at the grace and at the whim of any kind of like corporate job, you know, and people really want to be more in control of their freedom and their time and their physical location. They, they want to be free in that way, as do I. And so I think this year I just really changed my mindset about like what that looks like for me and that I have to change. I have to change my actions in order to get to that goal place. Mm-hmm. Much more than I thought I had to. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this year, something I wanted to work on was being more um, kind of like grounded, kind of like in tune with like a higher power. I think I accomplished that. Like I always try to remember what one big thing for me is not sweating small stuff, not giving time and energy to things or people that don't serve that don't serve something, you know, if people are gossiping about something, what, what is that serving? Like, what is that doing? Mm-hmm. You know, nothing. So I don't even like listen to it. I don't even give that any kind of time or, or, or energy or credence, just things like that news. Like I, like I, I I'm trying to cut out this year was really about cutting out negativity mm-hmm. out of my life. Mm-hmm. I, and as I'm, as I've gotten older, like I do a little bit more, a little bit more every year, but now 
I'm like almost 60 years old. Oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's really, you know, life is short. Mm -hmm. And at any time, you know, just with things, the way things happen in the world and you're here one minute and you're not the next minute, there's no time for any kind of BS and and stuff like that. And I'm just have been adamant about that. I won't even like, I can't even stand listening to anything that's not positive. Like Mm -hmm. I just wanted to surround myself this year with positivity. Mm -hmm. And I think I've done that. Uh, for the most part, I've done that and it feels good. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, I've gone through the year without like tumultuous times. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, this is happening. This is happening. This is saying, somebody's saying this, somebody's saying that or just whatever it is, you know, and it's just nice not to have that heavy feeling, not to, you know, just keeping my eye and my mind and my heart onto things, things and people who matter mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that's a huge achievement. Huge. Yeah. yeah, it really is. And when I'm, yeah, when I think back now that that's what I've done, that's what I tried to do this year. So that's an accomplishment. Yes. Mm-hmm. See, like, see, how, like, it feels so nice to think yeah, about it. It yeah. does. Yeah. It does. Second question. What do you want or need to shed? Oof. I want to shed expectation, mm-hmm. right? I want to shed the thought of people expect this from me or expect me to do this and I want to move throughout my life not thinking about other people not making moves based on other people's expectations of me okay I I want to shed that like I want to move through life doing what I want to do and not based on other people's expectation or not massaging what I do or changing what I do based on other people's expectations of me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Do you feel like that's in regards to a certain thing? Um, and honestly, this is really crazy, but it's in regards to one of my biggest things is it in regards to family, um, history or mm. family, um, tradition, mm-hmm. things like that. Like I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. South Louisiana, that whole thing. I'm very much into my cultural, my, my upbringing, my cultural upbringing, my parents' expectations of me, even though they're not even alive anymore. Mm-hmm. I still feel like I have to honor them by doing the, the things that they would expect me to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People might think that's crazy, but that's just. No, like, I think know. probably a lot of people would, would relate to that. Yeah. Like whether their parents are here or not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know? Yeah. And, um, so one of the things in regards to is is in regards to religion. I don't want to completely shed what I was taught, you know, but I think there's more and I want to explore more. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to feel guilty because I'm exploring other things. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, that no that makes perfect sense and I think is very relatable. So thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. Because religion is definitely one of those things that is Heavy for a lot of people. Yes. Because it's so, you know, especially especially growing up Catholic. I know. <laughs> you know? Like, <laughs> I can't even imagine another religion that's as intense and Trying to shed all, all consuming. Catholic, shed all that Catholic guilt and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Shedding the Catholic guilt, literally, exactly. <laughs> okay, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I feel like I want to shed. Oh, wait, can I say another one? Mm-hmm. I also want to shed, <clears throat> you know. I want to stop having expectations of other people. Mm, that's mm-hmm. a big one. I really want to shed that because when I have expectations of other people, like that's not fair. It's not right, you mm-hmm. know? And 
I'll end up being disappointed and <laughs> not yeah. that person, you know, I'll be the one that ends up being disappointed. So mm-hmm. I need to learn how to let stuff like that go. You know, just like I don't want, I want to let other people's expectations of me go. I want to stop having expectations of other people. Yeah. Two sides of the coin. You can't Two have one the without coin. the other. Yep, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. I, I know what mine is. I want to shed um, the correlation. Like in my mind, there's a correlation between, and this, this is probably for a lot of people, a correlation of those quote unquote uh, adult things or life steps equating to success. Mm, Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, yes. And I think this is something that us millennials talk about a lot. Um, and I think millennials talk about it a lot because I think a lot of people feel pressure from their parents, whether their parents are, what is the, what's the generation before me? Gen X or baby boomers, right? Yes. Depending on how old your parents are. Yes. I think a lot of millennials feel that pressure from their parents to make a certain amount of money at a certain age, have a certain type, have, of, job. Have a certain type of job, have a certain type of ha- own a house, do things, in, do certain things in a certain order. Yes. And I think a lot of people, me included, struggle with that because it's, it's ingrained. It's, oh. it's like an ingrained thought pattern, basically, mm-hmm. that people need to shake, that I need to shake even too. Mm-hmm. And I think, I definitely think about it a lot in terms of, career like mm-hmm. that that's always some like because career for me is so it like enmeshed and like integrated with like my personal like with my personal life you know mm-hmm. like I'm always trying to find ways to essentially make my career the stuff I'm passionate about and what mm-hmm. I love to do so it's all intertwined mm-hmm. and so it's hard for me sometimes to be like oh like I'm I'm so proud of this thing I'm proud I'm doing this thing but did it make me a million dollars? No. And thinking that means I failed. Right, right. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you, so like shedding, shedding the fact that and a certain amount of money from something does not determine whether I succeeded or failed. Correct. Yes. And yeah, that, I think that's why I need to shed. And I, and I think most times I'm like logical me is good at that. Mm-hmm. But I think emotional me is like, dang it, I wish this made a million dollars, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that's what I want to say. Yeah, add. and I think that's kind of a natural thing in our society. We yeah. equate, that's still equating success with money, right? Yes, And it is. We, we do that, which I always say, mm-hmm. money does not equal success. Happiness, money definitely does not bring happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, so sure, you can make, you, you can come out of college and you can be making six figures out of college. But so what? You're going to have a job where they're expecting so they 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 think they own you. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to have a life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. what's what's better? Mm-hmm. To me it's better to do what you want to do when you want to do it. As long as you can pay your bills and you're not out on the streets, you're not begging other people for money, you mm-hmm. know, like you're never coming to us asking for money or whatever. You take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're happy. And that to me is the bottom line. Yeah, I agree. It is. And that equals success. If a person is happy, doing what they're doing and they can take care of themselves that equals success. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. So yeah, I think again, like I think it's easier said than done, but I, and I, I agree. I know it's natural and most times I can get that out of my head, but I think that's one, that's something I want to continue to work to shed right, right. because there's also part of me that knows, right. You can never chase money and Mm-mm. find anything good in doing that. Nope. You can't ever no. do that. You do what you love. Yeah. And then the money will come and What's the money? Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not going to make a million dollars. But so what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So what? People can do exactly what they want to do with whatever amount of money that they're making, 
you just have to know how to work with what you're making, right? Yep. So mm-hmm. exactly, and figure out what your real priorities are. Exactly. Like, what is really happiness for you? Because exactly. it's never money, never right. money for me. Nope. Yeah, those are great questions. Again, if you all want to do those questions along with us and look at a lot more, I will tag this life audit document in the show notes so you all can, you know, do some processing of the year yourself and thinking about how you want to move forward with confidence and. Thanks for doing this question. I feel like I feel like we were very vulnerable just now, and hopefully people receive that well. Yes, don't beat me up, please. Oh gosh, what did I say? <laughs> okay, turning to something a little bit different. Let's reflect on. Well, first of all, I cannot believe that. Do you know this is the tenth episode of this no. podcast? You know what? Somebody asked me that. How many episodes there yeah. were? Like, you know, I don't even know, but man, 10? Yes, this is the 10th wow. episode. Wow. And I didn't plan that, but I like how this last uh, episode of, this, of the holiday series, as well as for the first season of the podcast altogether, ended on a clean number like that. <laughs> that on makes a, the OCD nice, me. Number. Yeah, that feels good. <laughs> <laughs> I have enjoyed doing this podcast so much. I know, it's been fun. Yeah. I didn't know when you, when you roped me into doing it. No. <laughs> I just didn't know it was going to be this much fun, but no, I'm really enjoying it. I have really enjoyed it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. What, what has been your favorite part of it so far? I like, you know what? I what? just like listening back because once we record it, uh-huh. I don't remember. Uh-huh. I don't remember it. Like, I don't remember what was said, what I said and all those kinds of things. Uh-huh. And then also, you know, when you're recording it, you don't know what it's going to sound like all put together. So the most enjoyable part to me is just like listening to the whole thing uh-huh. just put together. And yeah, I'm usually listening in my car when I'm going from here to there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that to me, that's the favorite part. Mm, mm-hmm. Yes, Because I, when I listen back, I hear things that I didn't hear when we were recording it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I think my favorite part about the podcast so far has been on, honestly, a lot of things, a lot of things. I think it's been really nice to, as like a practice in expressing our thoughts Yes. In like a clear and concise way. Yes. And like, I feel like we've gotten a lot better at that, even in these like short 10 episodes so far. Right. You know? Yeah. That's been really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I feel like that's just like helpful in life altogether is to be able to take what's in your head and express it in a way. Yeah. And voice in a way that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. I loved that. I've liked doing a creative project with you because I mean, Mm -hmm. we always talk about doing creative things Mm -hmm. together or separate, whatever. So it's been fun doing this with you. And just having this little routine of like coming over on whatever day in the morning and it's so relaxing. Yeah, so that's been fun. Because you guys don't know, Asia never invites me over. Oh, I mean, (laughs) that's kind of true. I mean, I always go over to you guys' place. (laughs) Um, And I've loved. I've loved just hearing what people, what people's responses to listening to the episodes has been talking about like what they've connected with, how it makes them feel, what it makes them think about. Right. Um, I've loved that. Yes. So much. It's great to know that people can connect because we always hear from people who have connected to each, each episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, maybe the same person didn't connect to to every episode, but each episode we hear of people who are like, mm-hmm. oh, you know what? That really resonated with me. Or, mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a really cool thing because you go through, through life and you don't realize there are other people going through the same things that you're going through, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And putting it out there and having people say, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to try this. That helped me with that. Mm-hmm. That's been really, really, really gratifying. Yeah, you know? I agree. Because my whole thing, one of my things in life, like 
I just always want to help people in any way that I can. Yeah. And I always think of helping people on this grand scale, mm-hmm. but I feel like this is something small and you, you just never know. The small things can help people too. Oh yeah, you know? absolutely. You don't absolutely. have to do some big grand gesture all the time. Mm-hmm. So. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's been so fun. I've lo- we've loved obviously talking to people and having guests on the show. That yes, has been really cool. Been awesome. yeah. I've made so many wonderful connections and just, you know, I feel like when you take time to ask people questions and invite them on a podcast, like one other one what other times do you have of such like intentional conversation? Right. I mean, hopefully you do day to day, but the reality is we don't. Right. So it's still been nice like even getting to know people in our circle or people we don't know Mm -hmm. on a slightly different level from having them on the show. That's been very cool. Oh, well, this is a good time to update you all. So this will be, again, like I said, the last episode of the season. We're going to take a little hiatus, reflect, regroup, and just, yes, a holiday break, exactly. And we'll be back soon um, with maybe, you know, a little, little refreshed ideas and just mm-hmm. all that. Oh, I just, I just wanted to add like mm-hmm. just, just a one kind of like little thing to remember mm-hmm. that I recently read. So it's about the holiday season and, you know, I read this um, newsletter from a woman. Her name is um, Suleika Jawad mm. and she's an author and she's a motivational speaker, but Something that she recently wrote about in her newsletter that I get, she's talking about, you know, how the holidays can be stressful, Mm -hmm. like, you know, for people. And you go through all this stuff because you want it to be a certain way. You want it to be, you want your house to look beautiful. You want to host your guests and you want them to have a wonderful time. And you're always thinking about how you want it to look and how you want other people to feel and things like that. But you forget about yourself Mm -hmm. in the whole thing. And so then in the end, like you end up being stressed right mm-hmm. um stressed or overwhelmed or maybe you've overspent or just whatever trying to make the holiday nice for mm-hmm. visually how it looks mm, and yeah like for how, aesthetic purposes for aesthetic purposes <laughs> and for other people how they're gonna feel mm-hmm. but but also she came with this thing looking at it from a different direction which i really really like um she said like going in go into it with a different intention and um rather than coming out of it, having overspent and, and um, all that kind of stuff, like, and, and being stressed out, you want to come out of it feeling grounded, right? And abundant and surrounded by love. Mm-hmm. So she says, you should think about how you want to feel, mm-hmm. how you want to feel when the holidays are done, right? You start with that, how you want to feel. Mm-hmm. Then you plan things. What is going to help me to feel this way when the holidays are done, mm-hmm. right? Start of the new year. What's going to mm-hmm. help me to feel this way? So maybe in order for me to feel not stressed, I don't need to have a big, huge party. Maybe I want to have a small dinner party, mm-hmm. with, you know, a couple of people, mm-hmm. because then I'm going to feel, I'm not going to feel as stressed about it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe this year, and actually something I've taken away from it, I've been dreading putting up a Christmas tree. <laughs> and then I thought, what the heck do I have to put up a Christmas tree for? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't have to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So... This year, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put up a Christmas tree because, okay, yes, it's beautiful once it's up, but to me, it's stressful. You got to go up in the attic and get it. You got all this stuff. It's, it's a mess. It's just yeah. a lot. Yeah, it doesn't excite you to think about it at all. It doesn't excite me to put it up, and it definitely doesn't excite me to put it, take it down. That's mm-hmm. horrible. Um, so I'm just not going to do it mm-hmm. because I don't want to feel that stress over mm-hmm. it, you know? Um, but anyway, it's just a small thing. That's a small example. But, you know, it's it's like... Just, you know, going, go into it, shifting the balance. Think about yourself and how you want to feel. Yeah. And then plan everything around to, to plan everything to make you feel that way. 
Yeah, it makes complete sense. I think that's a good reminder of like kind of like where your compass should be pointed during this time. You're gonna have to send me this link and maybe I'll also tag that in the show notes yeah, too in case people want to look into that themselves. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea because I agree. I do think this time of year, some people can get caught, me included, can get caught up in the aesthetics mm-hmm. in, you know, the fanciful things that aren't really that important when we think about it. Right, right. And yeah, maybe maybe people don't want to have anybody. Maybe you just want to do nothing well, over the holiday know, time. Absolutely. And you just want to truly recharge and yes. rest. And that's actually a holiday for you. That's exactly. You know? And you know what? And that's going to be my holiday. Yeah. I thought about, I almost booked, you know, me and dad a trip to mm-hmm. go someplace and all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? No. Mm-hmm. You know what sounds really good to me? The whole time when I'm looking at it about to book this thing, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, but it would be, so, I'm feeling It'd be so nice just to have like some down days of doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, what the heck am I booking a trip for? <laughs> just stay mm-hmm. home and do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Give my, I'm giving myself that permission uh-huh. to stay home and be on the couch and watch TV yeah. and do nothing. Mm-hmm. That's going to be my Christmas present to myself. There you go. There yep. you go. Give yourself permission, guys. Absolutely. Give yourself permission. <laughs> that was a word. That was a perfect word to end on. <laughs> All right. Anything else to I think that's it, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful holiday time. Um, be safe. Be happy. Yes. Eat a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just surround yourself with people and things that make you happy. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We will see you in 2023. Bye.